welcome to Agronomy for Farmer Success, a podcast brought to you by Osmus Farm Supply. Today is our second podcast as part of our Quality Liquid Feeds podcast series. In our first podcast, we talked about products from QLF or Quality Liquid Feeds that go on during that starter time frame. Today's podcast, Brent, Wes, and Evan are going to discuss products from QLF that go on and are a great fit to add to your tank mix in that post-emerge herbicide application time frame. And today in the studio, we have Brent and Wes from Esterville with us and Evan from QLF. Could you guys do a quick introduction of yourselves for our listeners? I'm Wes Badley. I'm a sales agronomist out of the Esterville location. I'm Brent Badley. I'm the location manager and sales agronomist out of the Esterville location here. Evan Hansen here. Glad to join the AFS crew today. Uh, regional sales agronomist with QLF Agronomy for Western Iowa and Southern Minnesota. Another time of the year QLF products can be applied is during your post-emerge herbicide applications. Evan, what products are available from QLF uh, for post-herbicide applications? Yeah, Wes, that's a great question. Our, our two primary products from QLF Agronomy that are going to be applied fully or during post-herbicide applications are going to be LCBF Boost and LCBF Amino 15. How would you position products on your corn soybean acres? Are there certain products you want to use on corn and certain ones you want to use on beans? On the soybean side, we typically like to position Boost on soybeans. Boost is a high concentrate energy source. Legumes such as soybeans and, and even alfalfa are crops that really like that carbon content and energy to essentially build their own fertility through nodulation. We typically uh, place Boost in a post-herbicide application on soybeans uh, across various herbicide platforms and see a lot of benefits to that combination. How about on uh, corn? What would you use on corn? On the corn side, we can position boost um, at that V3, V4 post-herbicide timing. Uh, Amino 15 is maybe a little bit better of a product. I make the the comparison with guys that if we say boost is an 8 out of a 10 on corn with post-herbicide application, Amino is maybe a 10 out of 10 on corn. Amino acid source of nitrogen on corn going into V6 where we're going to set ear growth it can be very influential in not only helping that corn metabolize a herbicide, but you get a really nice CO2 flush from the soil growing up in that corn and, and it's essentially help, help that plant to have no bad days going into a pretty crucial time. In our first podcast, we talked about the benefits of using QLF products, you know, in the spring, early application. Is there benefits using this multiple times across the field? Yeah, Wes, of course. Guys typically see the most benefit from making several smaller applications of our products rather than a lump sum. You know, we say smaller applications. That's typically what is represented on on our data sheets and text sheets and what your AFS agronomist will suggest to you. It's very important to keep that biological activity up, keep soil respiration up through the entire growing season versus just spike at once. Boost is a consumable product, Amino 15 is a consumable product. 
once they they transmit uh, their ability through a pass, they are gone and leave some residual effect in, in, in increased plant health and population, but a, a secondary application is nearly always beneficial. Well, now let's move on and we'll talk about some of the benefits of using QLF products on corn and soybeans that maybe farmers seen. Brent, what have you seen as benefits of using QLF products on corn and soybeans? And this herbicide application type. Yeah, one, one of the biggest things that I've noticed, and Evan's touched a little bit about the nutrient side of things, but some of the other things that we notice very much is, you know, going into like the dicamba, the enlist platform. You know, once we place those products in the field, sometimes you see a crop response where they call it a lazy bean syndrome. The leaves droop, and the one thing we have noticed is boost. We'll transition that into a shorter period of time and get that bean up and going again. So that's one of the benefits that just, you know, in combination with putting the right amount of water out there, firmly feel that we're getting better contact on that leaf. That, that boost helps that product, that chemical stick to the leaf better and anything that's in the tank here to that leaf and we're getting better coverage overall. And it, I know it isn't labeled for that, but it's probably one of the best drift control products on the market today. It, it, just, it just makes that chemical lay down there and go on really well. So you're saying there's a lot more benefit for than just soil applied in your mind? Oh yes, definitely. It's great to hear, Brent, that you guys are, are seeing those humectant properties of boost, keeping things wet and sticky. Uh, breaking surface tension to get some really good leaf area coverage and also the herbicide metabolism standpoint is a huge uh, touch point that I stress with both growers and retailers. Uh, it's, it's very encouraging to see that uh, these soybeans, uh, especially in maybe a more stressed environment, when they go to metabolize that chemistry that they're traded for, uh, being paired with an energy source such as Boost that is a low pH to encourage transport, um, can really help them work through that herbicide metabolism and excretion faster and display a little bit less of that lazy bean syndrome. So, you know, we're talking about Boost. Evan is our biggest one. What do you actually get out of a gallon of Boost? Yeah, that's a great question. There's a, a lot of groceries in Boost. The biggest thing, and we kind of touched on in the first episode, is the sugar content. Boost has got about 3.3 pounds of unrefined sugar in every gallon. Uh, there's a fermentation yeast extract in Boost that is a, a biostimulant. Um, by analysis, fertility-wise, Boost is a 4032S. A little bit of nitrogen, a little bit of sulfur, uh, and actually 100% of that potash is found in the molasses. We don't add that to the product, but it's a, it's a staple benefit of the formulation. So as we're sitting here talking about post-emerge herbicide applications, I'm sure a lot of you are thinking, uh, how does this mix into my, my herbicide program? Obviously, we'd still recommend always doing a jar test. Brent, have you found any mixes that you would not put it with, or what have you found as far as ease of mixing with herbicides? I can't honestly say I've ever had an issue with mixing it with anything. It's been, you know, off the get-go, it scared the heck out of me when we started using this product. And I, I used to haul this out to the farm for feed at one time, but we've never had an issue. 
It's, I've never had an issue with mixability, spray application. You know, I, I still, you have the right point there. You still should do a jar test just to make sure, but for most common things we put in the field, I've never had an issue with it. Evan, what would maybe be some uh, recommendations you would have putting this in your post-herbicide application? Uh, you know, is there certain screen size we should be looking at using? Yeah, typically if you're handling boost as a concentrate, you'd like to be with a 50 mesh screen. Um, you know, as you dilute that down into a 15 to 20 gallon an acre tank mix through the sprayer, a lot of times we can maintain those 80 mesh boom screens and be just fine. As Brent touched on, uh, boost is a very compatible product and, and very easy to handle in our later formulations here, especially it, uh, it's been great to work with uh, for AFS and we haven't ran into challenges that way fortunately. So I think we have boost covered and you brought up a product of uh, amino 15 being used in corn. What would your timing be on that or different timings? Yeah amino 15 has got to maintain that post herbicide application V3 to V4. Um, amino 15 is a, a 15-01 nitrogen product. The unique part of that product that sets it apart from other folks Foliar nitrogen products are obviously it's carbon based. Carbon based and amino 15 really helps to buffer the salts of that, that nitrogen blend and keep it safe for foliar application and maintain a uniform and effective release. Also, it's comp comprised of some amino acid nitrogen, which is energetically efficient for your corn plants to assimilate proteins off of versus converting some other nitrogen forms. Uh, to where they can utilize them. Brent, what would you say the benefits of amino 15 are with your post-herbicide application? You know, here about a, be not this year, but a year ago, we, get, we familiarized ourselves with that product and started dabbling with it here and there a little bit. And where it's been used most is, you know, VT tassel, we started putting it in with fungicides a little bit at a one to two gallon per acre. And what we've seen was out of the benefit right away is at the end of the season, after harvest, had producers come and ask, what's that brown stuff you were spraying in, in with the airplane? And, you know, we told them it's amino 15, and we generally talked to them about it. And, wow, we've seen some good responses with it. But there's, you know, other than the nutrient side thing, too, there's still benefits with that. It, it just... It's heavier than water. It makes the contact better with an airplane application. We've been running three gallon per acre with the airplane. It's, the coverage has just increased. And the comments coming back from the producers is, we're seeing a pretty good yield bang with it. It's not uncommon to tease two, three, four bushel coming back with adding boost in that tank with the fungicide. Yeah, and I think that's the last thing we really need to cover here with the post-herbicide applications is what this looks like for yield and economically to the growers. At the end of the day, if the grower isn't seeing a positive return on investment, it doesn't make sense for any of us as agronomists to place these recommendations on the table. You know, at, at, from an investment standpoint, a gallon to two gallons of these LCBF products are, are going to be in a very price competitive standpoint to where you're looking for a, a bushel to two generally to achieve a return on investment. Confidently in QLF research, I can say that with boost placed in a post application on enlist soybeans, 
Liberty Pass on extended flex soybeans, all common herbicide platforms on soybeans. We're seeing generally a six bushel average ranging from that four to 10 bushel response in that post application. The amino 15 on corn going to be very consistent in the same range, five to 10 bushel. What I've seen in our area is uh, we've got a lot of growers that started using this product, and I always say it less gallons more often. Evan, you touched base earlier on you know renewing that source or resource in the soil. These are renewable. A lot of the farmers in our area are definitely seeing yield bumps. Uh, we've got guys now that don't cross the field without it in their tank. I mean, from pre to post, to fungicide to insecticide timing, or even just foliar feeding, and they're seeing very good yield bumps. Uh, fuller ears on corn is what we've been seeing this year. I know quite a bit in our area. And I know a lot of guys that have been putting it in beans and been out doing some pod counts. And they're definitely seeing a lot more viable pods on their plants right now where they put the QLF products. I think with that, we're going to wrap up post-herbicide application. Uh, Evan, thanks again for joining us today. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening to Agronomy for Farmer Success. If you'd like any additional information, please contact your trusted Osmus Farm Supply agronomist. Please make sure to subscribe to Agronomy for Farmer Success on your podcast player of choice, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Pandora, and more to be notified when new episodes become available.